Sometimes you just need a little encouragement. Am I right? Look, I get it. Life is messy and there are so many things that can keep us feeling stuck or overwhelmed in our everyday life. I want you to know that you're not doing this alone. So, welcome to Chasing Wonderment. This is a podcast designed to help you get unstuck, learn how to shift your mindset, and get some encouragement from your internet bestie. That's me. Okay, you ready? Let's start Chasing Wonderment. Hello, hello, my Wonderment Chaser friend. Oh my gosh. Okay, I am super, super excited about today's podcast episode. Um... And I know that I probably say that a lot, but this is a little different. So let me give you a little backstory. Um, Last week, I kind of had an epiphany while I was in the shower because that is where all good epiphanies happen. Um, And I have just been thinking about ways that I can serve you better, serve the folks that listen to my podcast, serve my Instagram audience, my email list audience. Um, I just, I want to give people the best that I can possibly give. And as I was thinking about it, I thought that it would be amazing to take real life human being stories, make them anonymous, <laughs> so you don't feel like I'm calling you out or anything, um, but actually talking about your real life struggles, like what is actually going on in your lives. And the more I thought about it, the more excited I got because every single week I have Sunday polls. Well, not every week, but we try to do them every week. Um, I have polls where I ask you how you're doing and what you need to let go of. And you guys are just incredible and you share so many things with me. So um, with that being said, I am planning on shifting the content here for the foreseeable future to stories, to your stories, um, to your struggles, to your mindset blocks. And if this sounds like something that you need to hear or that you want to be a part of, um, I would so appreciate that you share your story with me. So if that is something you're interested in, you can head to my website, chasingwonderment.com forward slash share. And there's just a little box you can fill out and leave your info. Again, it is completely anonymous. I will be changing names or dates. I'm not going to be like, my friend so-and-so said this. <laughs> um, but I just want to be able to speak directly to you and to something that you might be struggling with. So if you would like a mindset shift in the form of a podcast that's based right at you, um, come share your mindset block or the thing you're struggling with right now. Um, It doesn't have to be a mindset block. Sometimes we don't realize the mindset blocks that we have, right? So maybe you feel like a failure um, in your housework or you're really struggling in a certain area of your life. Um, I'm pretty sure there's a mindset block under there and we can uncover it. So again, if that's something you're interested in sharing with me, I would be so grateful. And so honored to um, have you share your story with me. So um, again, chasingwonderment.com forward slash share, S-H-A-R-E. Okay, um, so with that in mind, I am going to be sharing a chat that I had with a client recently. And she had just been feeling like she was in survival mode. 
And the good news for her was <laughs> she's not alone. I have honestly felt like I've been in survival mode with the, a lot of the shifts that have been happening in our life. We just, we kept getting sick. The kids got sick over and over again. Um, I had a sinus infection. We lost a family member. Um, there's just been a lot. The car, oh, the car broke down. And then homeschooling has been a really difficult shift this year. Um, just the up-leveling of the kids' curriculum as they're growing has just, it's been a lot. So we were kind of commiserating on our call, um, just that it's totally normal to experience survival mode. And I think a lot of us experience it in different ways. And so survival mode can look different for different people. Um, for her, she felt like she was just shutting down. Like she said, I'm going through the motions. I'm, you know, there, but I don't really feel like I'm there. I don't want to do the things that I know I should do. Um, and I will just say like, nope, I'm not going to do it right now. I'll do it later or I'll do it never. Like she had kind of hit the point where she didn't care. And that's a really sad and kind of scary place to be. Um, just because it, we want to care about our lives, right? We want to care. We want to be passionate. We want to have joy and delight and wonder. We don't want to be apathetic and just be so exhausted and in survival mode that we can't function. And so another way that survival mode can show up is hiding, similar to shutting down, but you just kind of shut down on like a whole nother level. <laughs> Maybe for you, it shows up as becoming overly busy. When you are in survival mode, you might feel like you have to take on everything that anyone offers. You're just packing your schedule so full because keeping busy keeps you from thinking about the things that are stressing you out. My personal favorite, it's because it's the one I do, <laughs> I run away. Not actually, like I don't pack a bag and go somewhere, although I have thought about it before. <laughs> but I escape and I just want to escape watching television. I ignore everything that I should be doing is I really struggle with this. And so when I feel survival mode coming on, I have to get really disciplined about not letting the things go because I will let them go and basically just pretend that they don't exist until they get to the point where I can't ignore them anymore. Like we don't have any dishes left to cook dinner and eat on. Um, so there are just a couple different things or ways that I've seen survival mode showing up for myself and for other clients. Um, and it's just, honestly, the first thing I want you to know is that you're not alone. If you're feeling like you're in survival mode, oh my gosh, it's okay. It's totally normal. I have felt that. And I feel like a lot of people, at least that I'm chatting with, have really felt that kind of survival mode kicking in this autumn. I'm not sure what's different. Um, maybe it's just everything has kind of come back to life after a few years of being stuck at home. And so it's really a year, it's been a year where kind of things are getting somewhat back to normal. Maybe it's just that. Maybe we've gotten more used to a slower pace of life, to more quiet. Um, there's not not anything wrong with that, by the way. Um, so what do you do? What do you do when you find yourself stuck in survival mode? The first thing that I would so recommend is to just get it out. So when we were chatting on our call, I just was like, all right, just start talking and I'm going to start taking notes. What's bugging you? 
what like specifically what is it what's going on here what's going on there and she was like well this thing is falling apart and I haven't done this and I'm feeling really guilty about it and this is just super overwhelming and I don't like I'm behind I'm doing it like the very last minute that it needs to get done and so she just listed out a couple things and Here's the thing that I typically notice in my own life in talking things out with clients is most of the time when we are in survival mode, when we're feeling that overwhelm and that stress, we over-catastrophize what is going on in our lives. So we feel like everything's falling apart. I'm failing at everything. Everything sucks. Everything's awful. Like nothing is good. Everything's terrible, right? That's that's our brain's fear center kicking in and just being like, look at all the things that are wrong because it's trying to keep you from repeating this situation again. But that's not very helpful. And so what is most interesting when I sit down with a client or on my own and chat out or think out this survival mode and what's going on is that it's usually not nearly as big or as much as you think it is. This person had three things on her list. Now, they're all large kind of things to consider, but it was three things. It wasn't her entire life that was falling apart, but that was the story that she was kind of feeling and telling herself that everything was awful. She was failing. She was backpedaling and wasn't making any progress. She had lost all the traction that she had gained in her journey towards personal growth, and she was just super frustrated. But when she sat down and we talked about it and we got it out of her head and we put it on paper, it was like, oh, this actually feels maybe a little bit doable. (laughs) Feels less scary when you get it out of your head. And so if you are in survival mode right now, I would so encourage you grab a journal, grab a note, text a friend that you trust and just be like, hey, I have been in survival mode. I need to talk this out or write it in in a, you know, journal or wherever you need to write it. But Get it out of your head and just say, like, this is bugging me. I feel like I'm falling apart in this area. I feel like I had gained so much progress here and it's not working. Just get it out of your head and then look at it and see if it's really as bad as you've been thinking it was, right? Because most of the time it's not. The next thing that this can help you do is it can also help you acknowledge what's working, So once you get all the out of there, you get rid of the bad stuff, you get rid of the things that are really just driving you up a wall, I want you to take a moment and think about your life and think, okay, but what is working right now? Like what has not fallen apart? (laughs) What is going okay-ish? Doesn't even have to be like top of the world. It just needs to be okay-ish, right? So what is going okay-ish? And I want you to acknowledge it because here's the thing. Often when our brains are in that amygdala fear center, they're over firing in that section of your brain. It actually turns off your ability to see like the the rest of the world. It turns off your ability to creatively problem solve. It also makes it very hard for you to see the actual like the good stuff. And so we need to remind our brains that there is good in the world, there is still good in our life, there is still things that are going okay, 
even if we're not nailing them, right? And so we were chatting and she was like, I mean, this is going okay. She said, my laundry is going okay. And I was like, hold up a second. Because just a few months ago, we had talked about how her laundry had her feeling really overwhelmed. She just felt like she couldn't get on top of it. And we had talked some ideas out of, you know, some thoughts that she could think to help her minimize the overwhelm and the stress that she was feeling. So we worked on some mindset shifting thoughts. And then we also talked about some practical ideas like let's brainstorm. How could we get this off your shoulders so it doesn't feel so overwhelming? So that was a few months ago. And now she was telling me all this stuff and she's like, the laundry's going okay and blah, blah, blah. And I was like, hold up. (laughs) That is huge progress. Because just a few months ago, it was like the number one thing that was like on your overwhelm list. And now it wasn't overwhelming. Like that is huge. But because she was so stressed about everything else, she couldn't see that was such major progress. Like massive. I was like, we need to pause here for a minute. So I just want you to stop and acknowledge what is working. What is still actually going well? Maybe it is your laundry pile. Maybe you've got new clients. Maybe your work is going really well. Maybe you've just managed to keep barely on top of a few things. And so you, when you actually acknowledge that, you realize how much that is helping in the long run. That is helping you not feel like you're absolutely drowning. It's been helpful, right? So um, just take some time. And write down, like, here's what's working. I actually do this every single um, month. At the end of the month, I write, here's what's working and here's what's not. And it just helps me to see, okay, this thing that I tried this month is really working well for me or it's working well for the kids or our family. I see progress from trying this thing. So that can just go such a long way. This is something that we do in group coaching, which is like live right now, if you're curious about it. Shameless plug. (laughs) Um, We have a week called Clarity Week. And basically, this is a mini version of that. What we do during Clarity Week is we get honest about where we're at right now. So that's kind of like that step one of like getting it out. Get it out of your head, get it out of your heart, get the ick out, the things that you're not happy about, that you're not pleased with. But also, we take a moment to get really clear on all the wins we've had, on the things we're proud of, the things that we've accomplished, because sometimes we forget them. Because the fear center of our brain kicks on, it actually kind of stops us from being able to see those wins. And so we have to remind our brain, hey, I did this and I'm really proud of this. Um, So we do that in Clarity Week and it is super amazing because most women that do it come out on the, you know, when we have our live session and they're like, oh my gosh, I forgot that I did this. I'm so proud of myself. This isn't going well and I'm not really thrilled with this part of my life, but holy heck, I saw this and I forgot like that I had accomplished it and I feel really proud of myself for that. So it's just a really neat part of group coaching. Um, okay. So part three, the next thing, this part is, I feel like one of the most fun parts is once you start to acknowledge what's working, I want you to think about what's exciting. What is bringing you joy? What is bringing you delight? What is something that you are just like, could look forward to 
are looking forward to, are excited about. Um, And so when we were chatting, she was saying that something in her business was going really well. And I was like, whoa, hold up a minute (laughs) because that is huge. That is absolutely massive. And I could just see her eyes like sparkle. Um, And it was just really cool to watch her kind of light up. And I was like, first of all, again, you had felt really stuck in this area of your life a few months ago. And now you feel really excited about it. And it feels like it's kind of come out of nowhere But it hasn't because you've been intentional. You've been working on this. You know, you've been trying things and testing out stuff. So I just was kind of like, okay, is this like, are you feeling the energy and excitement from that? And I was like, lean into that. So if you are feeling excited about something, if you're looking forward to something, if you find yourself thinking, man, I really wish that I had, you know, this thing. Maybe you do want to make a little space for a craft project or some artwork or something, but what is what is something that is just kind of making you long for it or or get just a little bit excited? Doesn't have to be like, you know, jumping off the walls excited because you may not feel like that when you're in survival mode, but is there a spark somewhere in your life? So write that down. What are the areas where there might be a spark? And lean into that. How could you lean into that for the next day, the next week, the next month? Just see where that takes you. All right. And then the next the next part, which is kind of like the biggest part. It's not the easiest part. I'll just give you a heads up. Mostly because if you have a couple things that are kind of causing you to shut down and go into survival mode, um, you have to work through those. We can't just ignore them and pretend they don't exist. There's something going on. There's a reason that you're feeling stressed or overwhelmed because of these things. And so now is the time to troubleshoot. So what we did in our session was we broke down each of the things that were really bothering her. Um... And we wrote down what she was thinking as she thought of that list. Like when she thought about the things that were on her list, I was like, what are you thinking? And it might be something like, I can't do it. It's too hard. It's just too much. It's super overwhelming. It's all too heavy. Whatever that thing is, that is a really good place to start with a simple mindset reset. (laughs) And often it's the easiest thing to reset your mindset, but it's also kind of the hardest thing, right? Because we think these thoughts without even registering that they're passing through our mind. And that's how mindset blocks work is we will have a thought or it pops into our head or we hear it from someone on Instagram and then all of a sudden that's all we can think about. Um, And so what typically helps me the most and what I usually try to tell my clients is we're not going for like an out-of-the-box crazy wild affirmation. We're not going for something like I am no longer stressed by these things in my life because your brain's not going to believe that and it's basically just going to laugh in your face. What we are aiming for is neutral or positive neutral. So if you are walking past your dish mountain every day and you're like it's going to be so hard because that's one of my blocks that I had a few years ago. Um, 
it's going to be so hard. I, I always used to tell myself, it's going to be so hard or it's going to take forever. And it was a self-fulfilling prophecy because it did take forever because I was dreading it. So I would put them off and then I would make like more dishes and then I would have a huge pile of dishes to wash that did feel like it took forever and it was really difficult. And so the way that I started finding a neutral statement was just to begin to challenge myself and think when I walked past it, I would think this isn't going to be hard. It's going to be easy. This is going to be easy. And then I would look at the clock and I would time myself on how easy it was. And within a few short weeks, I could walk past my dish pile and not feel overwhelmed. In fact, I would just be like, oh, I can just knock these out really quickly. And so that is basically the idea of what you're going for. So if you look at that list of things, those things that you got out in step one, take a look at it and think about the first thought that pops into your mind. Or imagine you're in the circumstance that's causing you this survival mode. You know, you're in college or you're whatever that looks like. And just think, what is the first thing that pops into your mind? And you probably already know it because most time, most of the time when I talk to clients about this, they're like, oh, it's this or I have a couple. Um, and the easiest thing to do is to get it to as neutral of a statement as possible. So if it's, oh my gosh, this is going to be horrible, you can reframe that by saying, how could this be fun? How could this be fun? And maybe you come up with an idea to make it more fun so that it's not horrible. So I hope I hope that makes sense. Um, so write down that thing that you're thinking as you look at your list and try to see if you can come up with something that gets you to a more neutral state of mind. Again, we're not going for like Pollyanna, rainbow, butterfly, unicorn happiness. We're, <laughs> we're aiming for just neutral so that you can begin to train your brain to realize maybe this isn't as bad as I'm making it out to be, right? And then I would just really encourage you to take some time with each of the things that are keeping you feeling like you're in survival mode and just brainstorm. Brainstorm some ideas of what it what might help to fix that. And that's exactly what I did with this client. We sat down and I was like, what about this is overwhelming? Like, let's go into a little more depth here. What about it is causing you to feel these feelings? Why are you putting this off? Why is it so stressful? And because like there are genuine things that stress us out, right? I have struggled with a lot of things that stress me out like a lot of us have. And so we just kind of unpacked each item a little bit more. Also, this session went like an hour over over time. It was a blast though. (laughs) Um. But we just kind of unpacked each item individually and asked what about it is overwhelming and then kind of brainstormed some ideas back and forth. So, you know, I would say, okay, what if you tried it this way? Um, One of the things she felt like she was kind of failing because she was really struggling to get through workouts and she has done consistent workouts before. She just got out of the habit. And as we all know, restarting habits can feel like you are running or walking uphill, you know, in molasses. It's really hard to restart a habit after you, especially when you feel like a failure. And so she was struggling to get 
through a workout, even a short one. And so we talked about it and I was like, hey, what if you challenged yourself to just get to like two minutes before the workout ends? Like that's your goal. Because if you have a goal that gives you permission to not go all the way to the end, but you're really close, you're going to be a lot more likely to actually finish. Because if you have a 15-minute workout and you say, okay, I'm going to do 13 minutes. My goal is to hit 13 minutes. Well, by the time you hit 13 minutes, two more is like nothing. But if you quit at two minutes, then you're going to feel like an epic failure. So you're kind of giving yourself a little permission to quit early, but also pushing yourself to get back in the habit in a really easy, gentle way. And that was just one of the ideas that we came up with. But we basically just sat down and threw ideas out. I felt like I was throwing up ideas on her, I told her. (laughs) But it can be so helpful to have someone to sit down with and just be like, what about this? What if this would work? None of them have to work. The idea isn't that we're finding one perfect solution. The idea is that we're finding things to test and to try out. And if they don't work, guess what? You can go back to the ideas list and you can try something else or you can come up with a new idea. Um, But what about these things is overwhelming? And what are some things that might work? Just a whole bunch of ideas. Whatever pops into your mind. It might even be stupid sounding after you're done. But at least get them out on paper. All right, friends, that is all for today's episode. I had such a blast and I really hope that it was encouraging to you. Again, if you have something that you would love to hear me break down like I did in this episode, please head to chasingwonderment.com forward slash share. As always, you can find all the links, all the things in the show notes. That's chasingwonderment.com forward slash four three because it's episode 43. And then um, another thing that I mentioned a few times during this episode was that group coaching was open. And so I want to let you know about our group coaching. It is a six-week intensive where we basically deep dive into your life. And um, it's not like me telling you, here's the perfect method. It's about me helping you uncover what you want to shift in your life and how you can get from point A to point B in a way that works for you. So it is six weeks of group coaching We have a hybrid model, so you have your video lessons that get delivered into your inbox, and then once a week we get together live on Zoom. We hang out, we chat about all the things, we talk questions, we break down mindset blocks. It is so much fun. It's my favorite. Um, If you are interested in learning more about group coaching, you can head to chasingwonderment.com forward slash group, G-R-O-U-P. Again, all the links can be found in the show notes. Um, And if you have any questions, or you would love to chat with me in real life, in person, I would love it if you would book a wonder session. They are completely free. It's a half hour of my time. We can break down a mindset block. We can talk about how to live intentionally and what that looks like in your life. Um, So if that's something you're interested in, that's at chasingwonderment.com forward slash wonder session. So Thank you. Oh my gosh. Thank you so much for hanging with me. I feel like this episode went a little long this time. Um, And so I just am so grateful that you're here. I hope that you have the most amazing week filled with joy, filled with wonder. And no matter what else you do, please keep chasing wonderment. 
Hey there. If you really enjoyed this podcast, I was hoping you would take a second to let me know. Come follow me on Instagram at Chasing Wonderment and just send me a DM and tell me how much you enjoyed it. I so appreciate it and I would love to get to know you.